Good Tuesday evening. Welcome to another edition of the Tuesday Night Flight, sponsored by the Sideline Junkies and presented by Anchor FM and Podbean. That's right. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG. Coming through solo at the moment. Possibly going to be joined by the man of the hour, Delonte, and the man that is cool as ice and twice as nice, Junie. Uh, Big Jim and the boss, BJ, are on special assignment tonight. Uh, We open the show with a little bit of sad news but um you know it's, it's looking like it's light at the end of the tunnel uh tiger woods had a rollover crash one car rollover crash earlier today and uh just it's been a a, a day of breaking news and it's just been a lot coming out but uh says uh sources say that he suffered a compound a compound leg fracture fracture and a shattered ankle in a rollover crash. Um, serious but not non-life-threatening injuries. He underwent hours of surgery. Um, he had to be pulled out of the car through the windshield, and they had to use the jaws of life to get him out. Um, and says uh, ESPN reports that he has crushed injuries on both lower legs, including a compound fracture and a shattered ankle. Uh, he underwent surgery earlier today. Uh, this happened at 7-18. They said that he was on his way to the golf course to play golf with uh, Justin Herbert and uh, Drew Brees. And he was supposed to be there at 8 a.m. and he was on his way at 7.15 and the accident happened. That was 7.15 uh, Pacific time. So here on the East Coast, that was 10.15 and he was conscious and able to communicate with officials who arrived on the scene and it's just, it's been whew. Uh, It was a little tough to hear that, you know, later on in the day. Uh, Authorities said there's no immediate evidence that he was impaired. Um, so it, it's just, it's it, it's sad. But the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel is that he's out of surgery. Uh, last time I, I, I seen the last update, uh, he had a mid-sized SUV, a 2021 Genesis. And they say it appeared to make first contact with the median, then went across two southbound lanes. He hit a curb, hit trees, and rolled over several times. So no no, no skid marks, no evidence of breaking, and weather was not a factor. Just hearing everybody take the social media and uh, speak on it and how it makes them feel. Uh, Scott Van Pelt, you know, DMV, the DMV's own Scott Van Pelt of ESPN was talking about, you know, you see it and, you know, Kobe, Kobe's death is still fresh in our minds. And it's like, we haven't got past that. And then you see that and it, you, 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 your gut drops. And I agree. Gut drop. When I seen the photos, seen the video, hearing that Tiger Woods was in a accident, you know, 
you you want him to be all right. And as of right now, uh, thankfully, he is uh, just surgery, compound fracture, uh, but he's alive. That's the light at the end of the tunnel. He's alive. So just wanted to uh, jump on that. Uh, just it, it's crazy. Um, I don't I don't even know how to really just verbalize it because I, I'm still, quite frankly, in shock. But uh, we have. We, we try to as we're on here live and uh things come across the wire we'll try damnedest to keep everybody updated and uh, of course you know uh stay tuned to your phones and twitters and everything all right so we got <laughs> normally I, I start off the show with wizards woes no woes for the wizards this week the Wizards on a five-game winning streak. Mm. I had to take a sip of my water on that because uh, I got to kind of sort of wash that crow down that I'm trying to choke down right now. So I'm choking down crow. It's kind of good. You know, put a little hot sauce on. It's all right. But five straight wins. They beat the Celtics 104-91 on the 14. The next day, they beat the Rockets 131-119. They pull it out on Wednesday against the Nuggets, 130 to 128. Beat the Blazers on Saturday, last Saturday, 118-111. And now they're on a road trip right now. They take out the Wizards in O. I mean, I'm sorry, the Lakers in OT last night. 127-124. Uh, they got the Clippers tonight. At 10 hour time. So they got the Clippers in about an hour. And the man that is cool as nice, twice as nice, and they never had a bad day. Like Junie has joined us. Good evening, sir. Hey, good evening. Good evening. How are everybody doing? Good, good, good. Talking about those Wiz kids and their five game win streak. Um, I'm eating crow right now because I didn't think they were going this type of win streak. And everybody's talking playoffs and everything. And I'm like, uh, get to the all-star break and then we'll talk playoffs one game at a time baby one game at a time exactly and next game is tonight against the clippers in la um i would love to see him pull it out i'm not even gonna lie that game last Me night too. against the Wizards. i mean against the i keep saying that against uh, <laughs> the lakers bill and westbrook combined for 55 points westbrook 32, 14, and 9. Bill, 33, 7, and 6. Uh, Robin Lopez gave you 13. Hachimura gave you 15. That's where it's at right there. That's where it's at. Hey, Big KG, you know what, man? I told everybody, just get them some time. Get them some time to get to know each other, and that chemistry is going to fall in place. And so far, man, it's falling in place. You're absolutely right, Junior. <laughs> no nine and twenty, no label A. You're you damn right, Ben. You're damn right. The Midnight Rider checking in there. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that 
you know, they're, they're world beaters and everything, but five straight wins and all start. you had to do was jail, it, it's a start. Right. So I want to see how it turns out now. On the other side, last night, LeBron had 31, 13, and 9. Kuzma, 14 and 11. KCP, 21 points. You got 26 from Harrell. Harrell, I'm sorry, Montrez Harrell. 26, Caruso gave you 11. But they just came up three short. I'm surprised that Gasol didn't score very much. He played 27 minutes and only gave you seven points. But speaking of the Lakers, which is a good segue, Anthony Davis may be out until after the All-Star break. All-Star game is, uh, I think, the seventh. But uh, Boogie Cousins was released earlier today by the Rockets. And sources say, sources, my sources, say Boogie will possibly have a, a reunion with the Lakers to fill in for... Uh, Anthony Davis. Now, Junie, what you think about book? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I, right now they they need something. They they need some help. LeBron needs some kind of help. Um, I mean, it's almost like they should have kept the two guys, the two big guys down low, man. Um, with Dwight Howard and McGee, man, almost like they should have kept them. Cause Gasol just ain't doing it to me down there, man. He don't, he don't fit it, man, to me. Hey, I got, I got a question for you. I don't want him to change the subject. How long Tristan, Tristan Thompson been with the Boston Celtics? This season, I believe. So I early believe in the season? Yeah, I think that's where he signed. And let me double check. I, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. I don't check for Tristan Thompson one way or another. Because all the money that Cleveland played, paid Tristan Thompson and he didn't show up, like, Tristan Thompson should be a 10-10 and 10 man. No doubt. A- at the least, 10-10. and 10. A- at, the, at the max, he should be a 20-20 guy. He should be a Dirk Coleman. Dirk Coleman was a 20-20 guy when he, when he was sober. But Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was a 2020 guy. At the most, he should be a 2020 guy. But Tristan Thompson is a five and eight guy. He'll give you five points, eight point, eight rebounds. And that's probably what he got right now. But look, man, I, I turned the TV on, getting ready for the Wizards and uh, Clipper game, and that, that, and he the first person I saw with white and green. I'm like, what? But uh, back to Lakers. Back to your question, Matt. Um, I I really thought Boogie was doing pretty good with Houston. Um, I don't, I don't know the whole storyline and why he got released, but when I turned the TV on, man, he was hitting threes and all this kind of stuff and going down low. He was like the the second, I think the game I saw him play, he was the second top scorer behind wall. But, um, as far as him going to the Lakers, he may be some kind of help for LeBron. LeBron doesn't got no help right now, but. I think Lakers like my second team now, but I'm glad the Wizards won that game. I'm 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 happy they're on the five game winning streak. Uh, I'm not even gonna lie, I'm happy too. I'm, yeah, man. And going back to Tristan Thompson, Ben checked in. He said he's not a 10-10 guy, but he did 
get a Kardashian. I mean, what is that saying that he got a Kardashian? I mean, that's kind of easy. I could probably get a Kardashian. Wouldn't want I'm one. I'm sure you could. Yep. But I probably could get one. But I mean, I'm. I mean, that's not saying much. And you might you lose your job afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Because toxic, toxic, toxic. Yeah, yeah. But see me, I'm not going after one of the daughters. I'm going after the mama. That's where the real money at. And she thinks she's gonna get rid of me. Nope, I'm pregnant. <laughs> nope, I'm not going anywhere. You stuck with me for life. I'm pregnant. I'm right there with you. Uh, but now with Boogie, Boogie, Boogie wants more minutes because he feels he's better than Wood. I don't. Prime Boogie would be better than than Wood, but Wood is balling now. Boogie this year, twenty five games. Um, he started eleven out of 25, 20 minutes per game. Uh, he's only shooting 37% from the floor, 33 from behind the arc, and 74 from the line. Uh, 7.6 rebounds, 2.4 assists, uh, not even a full block a game, 0.7 blocks, but he's only averaging 9.6. Now, I've seen Boogie not get very, minute, very many minutes and still ball out. Uh, Sacramento right, right. Boogie. You know, but if you look at DeMarcus Cousins' career, he's had a durability issue. He's on the most games he's played in his career is 81. And that was his rookie year. After that, 64, 75, 71, 59, 65, 55, 17, 48, what? 30. And then he missed the whole season last year. He got a right. ring. Sure did. He, he does have a ring, but he didn't play not one minute, and he was waived before the playoffs started. And you know what? They don't got have that listen to him. Yeah, because any you know you play, you play for a team throughout the season. Let's say, uh, what year was that? Um, I want to say it was twenty seventeen. Like whatever LeBron's last year was in Cleveland. And he had Dwayne Wade, Wade, Derrick Rose, and all those guys, and they wound up getting traded. Right. Now, if Cleveland would have won the championship, they all would have got rings. Wow. Because they played with Cleveland during the season. They logged minutes. Okay, okay. A lot of people say that's a dumb rule, but, I mean, if you contribute it somehow, I think it's a good rule. It works the same way in the NFL sometimes. Uh, Jimmy Johnson cut a player week 17. It was a running back. I can't remember his name because he fumbled three times against uh, Chicago. And uh, Kerwin with Richards, that's his name, Kerwin with Richards. He cut him. He was like, well, still, you know, he'll get paid. He'll get a ring, but I can't have him on the team. He got a ring, but Jimmy Johnson cut him. And that was it. Um, you know what's funny? I, now, now, uh, okay, it's coming back to me. I agree. Some, something like that happened before in the NBA. I'm sure it happened plenty of times. But um, one ha- one one season, do you remember Anderson Vera Giles? Vera, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I think that year he went to the Golden State Warriors, and if I'm not mistaken, the Cleveland Cavaliers won that year, and he still got a ring, even though he was with the Golden State Warriors. Yep. Because he he left Cleveland Cavaliers mid season, right? So yeah, yeah, I remember that. Now you're right. And, and I mean, it's not a bad thing, cause I, but 
a lot of players got rings, and I, I guess you don't see it. Like, it's not even in Boogie's Wikipedia bio. I wonder if it's on uh on on uh NBA.com and uh NBA uh and basketball reference. I wonder if it's on there that he has a championship ring. I I doubt it, but I <laughs> you know. Um moving through, let's talk about the Nets. Now, I don't know what's going on in New Jersey. When you talk about gelling, the Brooklyn Nets, I almost called them the New Jersey Nets. I almost showed my age. The Brooklyn Nets are surging. Um, right now, they're up on uh, Sacramento 98-96. And it's about three seconds left in the third. Uh, they're 7-3 in their last 10 games. 20 and 12 overall. Now, we were talking about them, you know, imploding not too long ago. And now all of a sudden, KD can miss a, a game or two. I guess it's load management. Uh, Kyrie missed a couple games. And for whatever, I mean, maybe the vibes is off. I don't know. But they're still winning games. Yes. And they're a half a game out of first place right now. Wow. Uh, I'm going to ask a question. And this is just a a roundabout question. Do you think the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets are a championship contender right now at this very moment at 919 on February the 23rd? Yep, February 23rd. Do you think the Brooklyn Nets are a championship contender? Now, is that with KD playing? That's everybody's full strength. KD's playing, Kyrie's playing, um, Harden's playing, and they're playing at elite elite level. Yeah, I, I think so. I'm not gonna say go and win it all, but I think they got a chance to. Uh, I think they are playoff bound and championship bound. I, I think so. Now. Looking at the, the game tonight, Kyrie's playing. He got 16, five assists, three rebounds. Harden's already got a double-double. We're not. We're just at the end of the third. He's got 25 and 13. Uh, damn, they got Iman Shumpert. KD's not playing tonight. They uh, picked him up for defense, uh, Shumpert. Yeah. I mean, damn. And they, they – I mean, I'm looking at their roster. You got the Hoya, uh, Jeff Green. You got KD. Uh, you got DeAndre Jordan. He got 10 points tonight, six rebounds. Kyrie, James Harden. I'll be honest with you. I can't name. I can probably name five people off this team that I actually know know. And a lot of other people I got to look up to see who they are. Uh, Joe Harris, he's got 15 tonight. Bruce Brown got 16. And I'm I'm looking at like, okay, you know, who are these guys? Because if it's anything out of Chicago, I know Chicago, I know Washington, I know the Lakers, I know the Clippers. You know, I kind of sort of know Toronto. Of course, I know the East Coast teams. But Brooklyn, I, I, you know, I stopped checking for Brooklyn years ago. 
But now I guess I got to start checking for Brooklyn again. I think you got to start back checking for Brooklyn again. <laughs> we we gonna see how this turns out. A lot of people are saying that they they have an opportunity to beat um an opportunity to beat uh the Lakers. Now they talking about full strength Lakers in uh a seven game series. I think it's gonna go seven, but I don't, I don't have them beating the Lakers. And the Midnight Rider checked in. He says Joe Harris is the shooter from UVA. Hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. So I got to. I got to check on these dudes. I, I, I got to check this out. I got. Hey Kevin, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you, man. I, I do think the Nets are a top contender, man. Because you got you got a big three as in, in KD, uh, Joe, uh, James Harden, and um, Irvin. Those three guys, man, they 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 lightning, they nice. Um, and like the guys you just named, they're supporting cast in the back, you know, with along with Joe Harris, and hey, that guy named Bruce Brown. Hey, them guys are nice, man. I like I said, I wouldn't pick Nets to win it all, but it'd be a damn good uh, game seven. Yeah, and I'm 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 looking at it now. Uh, the last ten games, the Nets and the Heat. Are the two hottest in the Eastern Conference? Both of them are seven and three in the last ten games. Uh, my Bulls are in the AC with fourteen and sixteen, six and four in the last ten. Uh, but it's like a wide open race in the East. But out West, everybody's running to try to catch up with the Jazz. The Jazz is still the hottest damn team in the league. Hmm. And Ben says uh, the Lakers in six give us number 18. I don't think they got – let me tell you something. The NBA is not going to let the Lakers win 18 before they let uh, the Celtics win 18. So I, I ain't got that happening. I, it's always whenever the, the Lakers tie the Celtics, the Celtics win another one, then the Lakers win another one, then the Celtics win another one, then the, Boston can't draft. No, nah, they just make big deals at, at draft time. And Danny Ainge is, is is a shrewd general manager. And what he is, he went to the school to Red Arbat because he gets the bang for his buck in Boston. Yes, sir. He 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 gets good trades. And I, I don't know why they're not winning as much as they should be with Kimba Walker. Um, they're 15 and 15. They're playing 500 ball, but that's a better than 500 ball club. Boston was on the cusp without Kyrie of going to the finals two years ago. So now you're trying to tell me that they're a 500 team? Nah. Nah. I don't know what the problem is in Boston, but I don't think it got nothing to do with drafting because they got the players. And I expect uh, Danny Ainge to pull something out of his you-know-what to make that team strong to get them over the finish line. I'll give you that Boston can't draft, but uh, they like Washington guys have been out with hit, got hit with the COVID stuff. Yeah, true. And the man of the hour, Delonte, checks in. Too many personalities on that Boston team. <laughs> well, yeah, but you got to have a coach that can keep all those personalities in uh in a, in a bag, and you know keep everybody together. So, 
we're gonna look at it. We're gonna check it out. Coach too chill. Uh, you know what? That's that's the problem with a lot of coaches in the NBA. Too chill. Too chill. Now we're gonna switch gears. And it, it's it's still in the NBA, kind of sort of in that realm, but it's not quite uh NBA material. And I, I when I heard this, and I'm always on Twitter, but when I heard this, I immediately got pissed off. Um, Meek Mill decided that it was okay to mention uh Kobe. Uh we got uh the man of the hour, Delonte calling in. What's going on, brother? What's going on, everybody? Hey, what's up, D? How you feeling? Joni, what's good? What's good, my man? My man, how you feeling tonight? Feeling good. Well, actually a little sore, a little sore, but it's all good. Um, oldest son and I, we uh had swimming class tonight, so that water, man, that water beat you up. Yes, yeah, sir. It's supposed to make you feel better. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, you know, you come an old head, you know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> you're gonna talk and talk something different, you know. But now we're talking about Meek Mill, uh, and his he felt it was okay to reference Kobe in a disrespectful lyric. Uh, the lyric is This bitch I'm fucking always tell me that she loved me, but she ain't never showed me. Yeah, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper, it'll be another Kobe. Damn, I ain't never heard of him. Yeah, yeah it, it, it leaked online and. Everybody went after Meek Mill. Uh, some people defended him. Um, if you wanted to defend Meek Mill, that's your choice. Uh, me personally, I'm not defending Meek Mill. I'm gonna let you gentlemen take it first, and then I'll I'll end it. But uh, start with you, Junie. Um, this whole lyric mentioning Kobe, you know, he going out with his chopper. It's gonna be another Kobe. Uh, your feelings towards that. Well, oh my God! Um, I was about to ask you to spit that verse again because you sounded really, really good with it. But um, <laughs> uh, like I said, that was my first time hearing that. I I don't think uh that was necessary to add Kobe's name in that line. Uh, he should have. I I could I can use a hundred more names he could have used, but I I I think Kobe is still fresh on everybody's mind. Okay, and uh. His death was tragic. But me personally, I don't think he should have used everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but I don't think he should have used Kobe Bryant's name in that verse. No, I don't think so. All right, I'm uh I'm I'm gonna say this. I I I think if anything, he, he definitely could have left uh Kobe's name out of it. I I read the lyrics, um, and not to play. I guess I people. I, I, I might play devil's advocate, but I don't think he meant any harm because everybody loved Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Kobe wasn't perfect. Um, you know, he had his you know transgressions like we all have. But um, yeah, I I, I I agree, man. I, I I think you you he it, it's still fresh on a lot of people's minds. So you gotta. Leave that man out of it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta leave that man out of it. Like you could have found 
you know, so much other stuff going on in the world today, man. He could have found some, you know, something else to, you know, saying kind of rhyme about, you know, saying kind of fit into that that verse. Um, and then, and then you like, then it's, I guess it's kind of like inciting violence too. And then you incorporating Kobe's name in that in that verse. So of course, yeah, people gonna be riled up. People gonna be riled up. Um, yeah, I, I I I definitely think of anything. He should have kind of you know left that alone because now he didn't like created a uh, excuse my language. He created a shitstorm, you know, for for himself and his career. You know, um, you know, even you know, uh, Vanessa Bryant. You know, I'm we you know I'm sure we all saw uh, you know her comments towards Meek Mill. I don't know your music. You know what I'm saying, but you're better than this. Well, before I give my take, um, Ben chimed in. The Midnight Rider says, "Wow, he's just getting on. People forget Mace when he dropped, leaving you on the side of the road like the Cosby Kid. It's rap. Cats looking for attention. Honestly, I don't even remember that line from from Mace. I mean, I can't really say I listen to a lot of Mace. And what what, co- what Cosby Kids you talking about?" You know, uh, help us out being with that. Bill Cosby's son was killed on the side of the road. Oh, I'm thinking about Mushmouth, one of the cartoon characters. My bad. Oh, oh, oh. And he said it was on a mixtape. I I can't ever say that I've ever listened to a Nas mix. Uh, Nas. I've listened to plenty Nas mixtapes. I've listened to plenty of Nas. I mean, number three greatest lyricists of all time. But Mace, I can't say I've ever listened to a Mace mixtape. So I I never knew that. But wow. As far as Meek Mill, for you to be from Philly and to say some shit like that, it it, it was disrespectful. Um, I don't like yeah. Meek Mill. Period. I've never liked Meek Mill's music. I think his voice is annoying to me. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a, I prefer Wale over Meek Mill. You know, yeah, me personally. Well, Wale's got lyrical content. You know, yeah. I love Wale. Hey, hey, hey y'all. Hey, quick. hey, hey. I'm gonna add this too to add uh to go along with Ben to answer with Ben. Hey Ben, I think that was wrong too of Mace. And I I I didn't hear that, but for Mace to add that about leaving on the side of the road like a Cosby kid, I think that's totally wrong and that's very disrespectful on Mace's part also. True indeed. Now for him to say that and you to be a Philly dude to say something like that, you know, that's that's kind of bad. You know, I, I mean, I, we ain't one to mix words here at Sideline Junkie, so I'm not going to mince words. It, it, it was a bitch move, for real. Because, okay, granted, Kobe wasn't pre- wasn't perfect. You show me a perfect person walking this earth right now, and I'll give you a million dollars. But nobody's walking, walking this earth is perfect. Now, it's been a year. His wife is still grieving his family is still grieving fans are still grieving i mean a lot of us is every 30 minutes is damn kobe for real and in every way you go on social media you got a kobe highlight that you probably even forgot about I'm like damn i remember when he did that i forgot all about that but for you to say that and be a philly dude to talk about another philly dude and then you you know you getting into it with six nine who's another 
topic for another time because I, I I don't want the FBI to come down on me because you know I'm talking about their top snitch, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know <laughs> that's something different. Well, we can get into that some some other time, but and Ben chimed in. I agree, but we in the era where any attention is good and good attention. Yeah, but sometimes that good attention, that 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 attention that you want, and you want attention, somebody gonna give you the attention you're looking for, and it ain't gonna be what you want. And it's dudes that 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 don't play about that. And you know, uh, 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 Vanessa, you know, she released a, a, a excuse me, she released a um a statement, and she said, "Dear Meek Mill, I find this line to be extremely insensitive and disrespectful. Period. I'm not familiar with any of your music, but I believe you can do better than this." If you are a fan, fine. There's a better way to show your admiration for my husband. This lacks respect intact. And I was like, yeah. And she got, I mean, she got it right. She she got it right. But I totally agree. I just, I, I and then he, he tried to do damage control. And his response was somebody promo a narrative and y'all follow it. Y'all internet annex cannot stop me. Shit like Zombieland or something, but dog, if you wrapped it, he wrote that at two thirty-seven a.m. on February eighteenth. If you wrapped it, you wrapped it. Take your L, take your take your shot. You know, take your lumps like a man. You wrapped it. Nobody, dog. That's your voice. That's you. You didn't deny that you said it, but you're not even man enough to say, you know what? I was wrong. That wasn't right. I apologize. I didn't mean to cause any harm to the legacy of Kobe and his family. I, w- I, I, I was wrong for that. I was out of line. You're not even man enough to say that. It could be anybody. It could have been Kobe. It could have been anybody you can name that passed away. You use their name in a disrespectful way. Even if it's somebody alive, you use their name in a disrespectful way and their family has a problem with it. And you still ain't man enough to admit that you you messed up and you, you wrong. You can't apologize. You ain't a man in my eyes, dog. You, you, you I, I, I'm so, I've never really cared for Meek Mill. I mean, I've, I've, you know, I always wanted to see him. I never wanted to see him hurt or anything like that, but I don't care for his music. I, I don't care for you know anything that he does, but I'm not gonna throw no salt in his name because I don't care about him. Exactly. But I've lost what little bit of respect that I did have for him, and it was very, very little. I mean, it was very, very little. I lost that. That's out the window. So, um, switching gears, we're gonna switch over to the NFL, uh, and we another hot button topic. <laughs> Uh, I said this to you guys uh earlier this week. Um, just wanted to gauge the interest, but uh, I I think the dude was pretty a pretty good football player. Um, he's a college football Hall of Famer, and I'm talking about Herschel Walker. Uh, <laughs> last week, he uh he spoke during a House uh Judiciary Committee meeting. And basically what he said, he testified against a bill that was for reparations. And I don't know who made 
him the spoke per- spokesperson for black folks. But uh, this is what he had to say. He said, my religion teaches togetherness. Reparations teaches separation. Slavery ended over 130 years ago. How can a father ask his son to do prison time for a crime he committed? So, 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 um, gentlemen, I, I, I'm going to drop this in your lap first, and I'll go with Junie first. Uh, your thoughts on um, Herschel Walker's comments to Congress about reparations and, you know, pretty much, and basically in a nutshell, it was over 130 years ago, get over. I almost said I want to plead the fifth on uh, Herschel Walker. I've never been a big fan of Herschel Walker. Um, I don't agree to nothing he say, nothing he do. I don't like Herschel Walker. He is some shit to me in 2021. I don't like him. Um, I'm going to leave that alone. You you can go ahead, uh, D. All right. Um, man, Junior, I don't think I've heard you uh, curse uh, before. All the years I've known you. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, you know, much respect. All right. You know, one love. Uh, Herschel Walker. Um, I'm, I'm trying to be careful about the words I'm going to say because I don't want us to get kicked off of any of the platforms we have. Um you know, I'm thinking more of the lines of, of like Herschel Walker. When I when I think of him, I think of someone who um, would you, you know what I'm saying would dance for a piece of chicken. You know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking of someone who who you know what I'm saying who who would go to the cookout with Brad and them. You know what I'm saying, and, and, and would like dance for the last piece of watermelon. And and he's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? His voice is supposed to represent us, the black people? Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. You know, he, he what he say don't matter. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I think he he definitely needs to kind of um, change his narrative in regards to, um, you know, speaking, thinking, you know, thinking that what he's saying is going to make a difference for us. He don't really like it. You know what I'm saying? He don't even really like his own kind, man. So man, Trump Jr. paid him off. Trump yeah, paid him Trump, off. Yeah, yeah, Trump, you know what I'm saying, was definitely lining that man's pockets up. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't, no, I, I don't, I would never take a, a account to anything that he has to say. You know what I'm saying? He, if, he, oh, he just, Herschel Walker, man. Yeah, I just, I don't really have, Trying to be careful about what I say, because you know what I'm saying? I don't want to like go over the top with it, but yeah, just leave us out of it. You know what I'm saying? Just keep and keep dancing for a piece of chicken with, with Uncle Ruckus in Georgia. <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to Ben for the Uncle Ruckus reference too. <laughs> well y- y- y'all remember uh the movie Don't Be a Menace? Yes. And, and, and Ashtray told the dude, he was like, I don't want no trouble, homie. And his cousin came, but I do. Yeah, Delonte wanted. He don't want no trouble, but I do. I don't know who this cat think he is to speak for an entire race. Number one, because I always tell BJ this, and that's why it, it, it's a 
I'm not going to say sore subject, but it's something that I know all too well. And I know the true stories that they don't put in history books. Now, number one, he said slavery ended over 130 years ago. That would make it, you know, 1890 and back. Uh, slavery, quote unquote, ended in 1865. But then after slavery, you had Jim Crow, you had segregation. That lasted until the 70s, the early 70s. So think about the divide that was created after slavery. We're not even talking during slavery. Think about the divide that was created after slavery. Then think about what's still going on to this day with redlining where it's a video of a black couple who got their house appraised. They had to get their white friend to get the true number, the true amount for their house. Now, I'm not saying that every black person is supposed to get reparations and, you know, give everybody a, a million dollars. No, we was promised 40 acres and two mules so we could, you know, farm for ourselves. But every land grant didn't go to us, you know. You had the whole sharecropping thing. We couldn't make it off of that. And I say we, and I'm I'm talking my people. When I say my people, I'm not just talking my race, dog. I'm talking my family. Like, I, I say this all the time, and I've said it on this show plenty of times. Most people have to go back a generation, two, three, four, to talk about slavery. I don't have to go back that far. My great-grandfather, born a slave was a living testimony that slave did, slavery didn't end in 1865. Living testimony about it. So, and then my grandparents working somebody else's land with a, a promise that, you know, this will be your land one day. You know, you just keep working hard just for them to be moved off of their land. They've worked for 25, 30 years. But you're, you're saying reparations. These, these are the people that we're talking about reparations. The, the, the generation that was affected by segregation. And you, you, you want to say it was so long ago. What you talking about? You talking about my mama, dog? My mom's in her 60s. She's older than integration. But, you know, somebody like Hershey Walker. Granted, you came from a blue collar family. You came from a southern background. But I guarantee by the time you got to college, you already had money in your pocket because you didn't you went to college on scholarship. But then Boosters was giving you money because I'm not I'm not crazy. I know how how college football works. You it's not one college superstar that is not getting paid. You are getting paid. And this is the 80s. Come on now. Let's talk about the Pony Express. Let's talk about Eric Dickinson, the SMU. He went to SMU. Driving a car that who was that 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 Texas gave him the Grand Am? Come on now. But you saying it didn't affect you, dog? You've had money for the last forty some odd years. You've been rolling in money, not to mention a successful NFL career. Then your kids grew up in opulence. Your kids grew up in money, so it didn't affect your kids. Your kids didn't get looked at funny. Your kids didn't get looked at and, and, and discriminated against because of their name. 
Um, all right. So um, I believe KG lost uh, sound. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you know, as as you all can can hear, um, we have pretty strong feelings regarding uh, Hershey. Oh, excuse me, Herschel Walker um, <laughs> and, and his <laughs> and his views. You know, and, and what he thinks, uh, you know, <laughs> represents uh, black Americans. But in, in reality, he don't give a damn about black Americans, you know, especially when he got, uh, you know, O'Donnell lining up his pockets. Exactly. About his life being taken. There you oh, go. Right. What you right, he's back. All right. He's back. Oh, did I lose y'all for a minute? No, we lost yeah. you. Yeah, we lost you for about five minutes. I had to, you know, I had to, uh, <clears throat> I had to Brian Gumble the situation, but we, yeah, no, we good. Oh damn, I'm just going off. I didn't even know. Yeah, hey, I thought Hershey Walker cut your line or something. Nah. Yeah. Let, 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 I'm like, oh, he don't like chicken. Uh, cut him off. <laughs> yep, <right now. laughs> no, but what I was saying was, this the type of dude that you know. Anything that 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 that's um he talks about togetherness. His religion teaches him togetherness and reparation is a separation. How is how is that a separation? Nobody's asking for any white person to, to, to pay money into a fund for reparations. But the Holocaust did not happen in this country. But America, America, the United States of America paid Jews they paid them over 28 million dollars every year and they, they their promised land everything but the largest holocaust to ever happen in the world happened in the United States of America what did we get for our holocaust nothing we didn't even get the land we was promised we didn't know we don't even get the fair shots that were promised. But you're telling me reparations is a separation? Man, get the fuck out of here. You sound like a goddamn clown. That's exactly what he sounds like. He sounds like a fucking clown. For him to speak like that on a on a situation that he knows nothing about, it shows me his ignorance. And instead of learning about something you don't know about, you just decide to speak. I, I'm, I'm not sure what his thought process is, but if he doesn't understand that when the Constitution was wrote was written, it said all men are created equal, except blacks, Asians, and Native Americans. When you say all lives matter, except black lives because we still screaming black lives matter forget the movement we're still saying black lives matter we're still being hunted and targeted by police but every you know of, uh, he's one of those types that you know it's all about black on black crime black on black crime is a myth because if you gotta you go, you gotta bring up hispanic on hispanic crime you gotta bring up white on white crime it happens just as much but it's just not talked about so whatever news cycle he goes to whatever he he uh uh subscribes to keep that bullshit to yourself you shouldn't be in front of congress talking about nothing 
that don't pertain to you. Dog, you got money. You got money. The next three generations in your family got money. Some of us are still struggling to try to correct the things that our parents and grandparents went through. We're still trying to pull out of that. And here we are in 2021, and they were trying to pull out of it in the 40s and 50s. Here we are damn near 80 years later trying to pull out of the same damn tailspin that we was put in because of Jim Crow, because of segregation. So to Herschel Walker, your opinion means absolutely dick to me. You good, hey, sir, man. can shut the fuck up and mind your fucking business. This this has nothing to do with you. So, Junie, take it away. Hey, no, I just want to say Delonte made me feel good when he said he never heard me curse. But this Herschel Walker situation would do that to you. I'm listening to Kev, and I love every word Kev is spitting out. And it's like, man, this this is this is a serious matter here dealing with Herschel Walker. I just don't understand it. It's crazy. He, Some people forget where they come from. Right. Oh, he definitely did. <clears throat> the thing is, everybody, everybody that's a part of this podcast, Joni, you grew up in the South. You grew up in, in Newport News. You know, contrary to popular belief, Maryland is the South, but some of us grew up with relatives down south we know what it's like so uh, i didn't gave myself a migraine so we're gonna go ahead and move on um cam newton getting into it with a camper delante you brought this one up i'm gonna let you take this one i gotta sit down and and and, and woosaw myself real quick i didn't start yeah. getting up yeah, man, yeah, get, get, yeah get you a Get you some water, Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Some, some ice cubes or something. You know Get you know, catch a breather. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna take over this next subject. So the the Cam Newton situation, um, his uh, seven or seven cat, and the young boy tumbled some. Uh, you about to be poor? You about to be poor? You're a free agent. It. I mean, let me tell you something. That video is going. You know, as funny as him and his friends thought that was. Is going to haunt him for the rest of his life, and I'm gonna tell you why. When he go into these interviews, and you know, and he meet these recruiters, you know, they gonna bring it up. You know, they they might joke with him, but this they'll never forget that. You know, that is the that that's the impression that you, you know, that you made on America. You know, I I'm not gonna say the kid's name because I mean, yeah, he's a kid. Um, a lot of like. <clears throat> News outlets, they didn't, you know, said his name. They even put together like a quick, I think it's like a 30 second highlight. Uh, apparently, he don't, he, he's not, he, he's a good defensive player, um, but it ain't nothing, you know what I'm saying? He, he's going to wow like a major college, anything like that. But, you know, he's a kid, so we're not, we're not going to disrespect him. But still, I, I think it was an extremely poor taste for him to disrespect Cam Newton. Um, but then again, Cam Newton's response, him, he put a post on Instagram. I didn't really understand, like, dude, like you're, you're kind of feeling a fire. You know what I'm saying? Like this kid, he, he, he was, you know, disrespecting you, trying to get a, you know, trying to get a rise out of you. You know, they on, they on TikTok, you know, these kids today, that's like the new thing, TikTok. 
you know, they, they got the kids laughing. So you're in the peanut gallery. You know what I'm saying? They put you in the peanut gallery. But, you know, I, I guess a few days later, you know, the, the kid, he, he asked for forgiveness. Um, I can tell he, he penned his apology. Um, and it wasn't done by a publicist, but I, I still think the writing might be on the wall for this kid. You know, for one, and, and I'm, I'm going to take it there. He's black. You know, they don't give us black, you know what I'm saying? Black, black, you know, he, you know what I'm saying? He's black teenagers, but, he, you know, he will manifest into a black man. They don't give, you know, us a lot of chances to begin with. And they'll be like, ah, oh, you know, you know, so his whole narrative would be, whoop, whoop, you know, the, the, the kid who um got, you know, the, the, who got into the infamous seven on seven incident with Cam Newton is trying to go to such and such college or, you know, saying all this. And so the microscope is always going to be on him, but, but for the wrong reasons. So this is it was poor, man. I think he he's going to live to regret this, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get a rise out of Cam Newton. Um, I like Cam Newton. I like Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? Dude, he's he been doing this thing since he's been in the league. Um, he, he He's going to be on somebody's roster this season. And, you know, you, you can't disrespect Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? He, he He's, like, really, you know, transcended and, like, really, like, elevated, you know, the, the game. You know what I'm saying? He, he kind of paved the way for, for real, for real. He kind of paved the way for Lamar Jackson. Um, You know what I'm saying? With the whole, you know, I, I you know I could throw, throw, but I could run. And he also kind of paved the way, if you look at it, for Colin Kaepernick. Because, you know, Kaepernick's game is kind of modeled after Cam Newton's. You know, he can throw. He not. I mean, he wasn't the, the best door, but he can, he can damn sure run. So... You know, I'm gonna get off my soapbox, but that that kid, man, he he's going to li- he's going he's going to live to regret, you know, making that video and 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 coming at Cam Newton for the rest of his life. I hope he he better go to college and you know major in IT or something, because football, it's all you know that incident's gonna come up every time. But I'm done. Hey D, I, I totally uh, agree with you on that one, man. The, the little kid, the, the kid messed up. I don't say little kid, but he messed up when he did that. And I, I'm a big fan of Cam Newton too. Um, he didn't have a, a good, a great season this past season, but I'm a Cam Newton fan too, man. I, I follow Cam. Um, uh, other night came on. I was on. See if y'all was looking at it, but I got to kind of leak. They had some kind of NFL. Uh, round table talk with uh, the, some black quarterbacks who paved the way. Uh, I think Michael Vick was up there. Uh, God, I can't remember who was up there in there. Uh, no, I brought this up. Can't remember who was up there. Oh, Warren Moon, Michael Vick, and two other guys up there. The black quarterback from Los Angeles Rams back in the days. And, um, Oh yeah, and uh, big guy for uh, big Kev man, number seventeen for the Redskins, Washington. What's his name? Douglas Williams. Did hey, that's him. Did, did y'all see that the other night? Nah, I missed that. They had uh, NFL uh, is for Black History Month, and they had a round table talks, and they had them four guys up there. It was really nice, man. 
they were talking about who paved the way for each other and all that kind of stuff. And Cam Newton name came up. Oh, not all the black quarterbacks name came up. It was really nice, man. By the time I was about to send y'all the message, it was about to go off. I got to it kind of late myself, though. But I do agree with Delonte on that Cam Newton situation. I agree, too. Um, A lot of players have come out and supported Cam. You know, you 17, you had a 7-on-7 camp, and you got an NFL player that took time out of his vacation to be there. The first thing you're supposed to do is pick his brain. Because he's in a place that you would like. I mean, we all would love to get there. Yes, but sir. You're in a place where you can actually talk to him and see how he sees the game. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. No matter how good you are. That's like Dario 17. He goes to a camp and he does something like that. Y'all ain't got to worry about him issuing no apology. Because as soon as he, he starts telling an uh, uh, NFL player, you're a free agent, you're going to be broke. He, he ain't got to say, bro, I'm already on it. I'm going to try <laughs> to break his bag on Joe. I agree. I totally agree. Because even if Cam is not an NFL player, that's still a grown man. You still show respect. So... I just I I, I want to see how it all plays out. Even though he issued a, the young man issued an apology and everything, and saying his parents and this, you know didn't raise him like that. I don't think he would be invited to anything, anything from this point forward. He you know any college trip, any anything like that. I don't think he would be invited to it. Oh, he's done. He's done. He's done. I mean, it's not over for him, but he 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 just made he made the road harder for himself. It's already a hard road. Yeah, and 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 instead of picking Cam up and giving Cam some encouragement, he wanted down the black the the, the, the brother. So that's one thing I didn't like either. Yeah, exactly, I feel the same way you feel, Juni, because. As a black man, it doesn't profit me to come to you and, and you know, I, out of the blue, just start talking trash to you. Now, yeah, Hershey Walker's a black man on the outside, and I, I did tell him shut the fuck up, but I, I never went at him without being provoked. I don't like his opinion. I don't like what he had to say. So, yeah, he can always hit the email if he want to come on the show and, and voice his opinion. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to sit down and talk. Just don't do it sitting face to face with me because I might punch him in the mouth. Then we just gonna be in here tussling. But I'm that whole thing right there. I I can't I can't get with it. I don't. But these these this generation of kids want all the respect, all the glory, but they don't want to respect anybody. And Ben just chimed in. The Midnight Rider said, "If he a two star recruit, he done." But if he a five star, this is water under the bridge. It depends on who recruiting him. Now, if it's an Alabama thing, you know Alabama and LSU they take all the all the problem childs. But he's not. If he was, if Notre Dame was looking at him, he just lost his shot to go to the best the best college in the country, which is Notre Dame. You can get you can be an athlete 
and be a scholar at the same time. So lost. And just like clockwork, I knew he was going to do it. The Midnight Rider chiming in. What's up, man? What's going on, man? <laughs> Nothing, man. I mean, y'all know how this game works, man. Um, The famous quote is like Jimmy Johnson, since you brought up Jimmy Johnson earlier. Back in the day, if Troy Aikman or Emma Smith was sleeping in a meeting, it's cool. But if the dude that's the third or fourth running back was sleep, he cut. And I think this this that's this kid's situation. If he any good, he gonna still get his shine. But if he's not any good, then yeah, it's exactly what you guys were saying. You know, he's gonna fall by the wayside, he's gonna miss out on opportunities, but it's all about just what he is as a player. Talent means everything. I mean, it's the same reason why Boogie just got cut because Boogie was giving you, what, nine points and six rebounds? And he was complaining about Christian Wood. So your man JT, John Thompson, used to always say, if the kid an asshole and he can't play, he can't stay. You know something else he used to say? I'd rather tame a fool than resurrect a corpse. You're right. Dude's a corpse. I'm not trying to resurrect (laughs) him. He's a corpse. Cam is the fool. I'd rather tame him and play with him than try to resurrect that corpse. No, I'm not going to do it. All right, so now I'm going to ask you this question. I know you. this is your show, but I'm going to ask you this question. Where does where can Cam go? I mean, he. I know he just put out the article or the, the interview with Brandon Marshall and I think it was Mike Vick. No, it was Chad Johnson. Um, but they talked about him not being... There's not 32 quarterbacks better than him. Which is not. But hold on, because this is the NFL. So it may not be 32 quarterbacks better, but there may be 32 quarterbacks that fit better than he do. That's the way it's it's really – that's the way you really got to look at it. It's not about talent. It's about fit. Well, that's true. That is true. Uh. To be quite honest, if he wants to win, I'd stay in New England. And he said he's open to signing back to New England. Uh, he could go down to the Jets. It don't matter if he fits the Jets scheme or not. He would make the Jets better than what they are. Hold on, hold on. Time out. Jets not taking – the Jets either – they're not going to sign on Cam Newton, who was the 35th-ranked quarterback in QBR over either drafting a kid or keeping – garbage that they have. So that's not a home for them. Mm. I'm going to tell you this. Anything is better than Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, the best quarterback to come out of USC, <clears throat> Rodney <Warner>. Peep. Sorry, no. <laughs> Rodney <laughs> Peep. That's a different... Different argument, different day. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't care for USC quarterbacks at all because it's Rodney Pete, Carson Palmer, then it's everybody else. Because Carson Palmer had the longevity, and I always thought that Cincinnati was actually going to win something with him, but it just didn't work that way. It just, it, it wasn't, it didn't work that way. But USC quarterbacks, they don't, they don't have it. And they haven't had it in a long time. It's like a, a quarterback that comes out of the run and shoot in college. They don't, they're not really successful in the NFL. Even when you run the run and shoot, they're not successful. 
but, but I mean, running shoes is an old school term. I mean, like, I'm sorry, what is nowadays? It spread everybody, now? <laughs> everything's spread. Everything's spread. Everybody's running um, pistol offense. We all running RPOs, and like, it still amazes me that Chris Collinsworth will watch a game and a team will run an RPO, and he acts like that's the team that invented the RPO. Um, but that's another time and another subject and another topic. But you just don't like, like Chris Collinsworth, do you? Nah, I mean he's garbage to me. But but that's a whole different again. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. You're not gonna hate on Chris. Yo Collins. yo yo. We got we got plenty of plenty of time for this to to to, to, to work itself out. We can matriculate this conversation down the road. But nah, seriously, like they're just. I think the problem Cam's gonna have is, and I always thought this was um Colin Kaepernick's problem. Was is the situation gonna work for you? Like, what makes me want to bring you into my building, and I gotta deal with your stuff over somebody else's stuff? Like, even here in Washington, I swear to God, I think Ron Rivera would be comfortable, more comfortable taking Cal Island and Heineke um, over um, Cam Newton because he ain't gotta deal with nothing else. There's no distractions. There's no post game press conferences with him dressing a fedora, looking like your auntie with the best potato salad. Like he ain't got to deal with that. With Delonte, you you got you got quarterback issues out there in Denver. Are you? Would you take a fly on Cam Newton in Denver? Uh, I would not I, take a tag. I mean, he, again, Cam, say it again. Go ahead, Delonte. All speak right, it. speak the truth. You know, all right, speak I'm, the I'm, truth. I'm, I'm, I'm keep it real. <laughs> I will not take Cam Newton, man. There it is. <laughs> I, I won't take him. You know what I'm saying? Good, you know, good brother. You know what I'm saying? The, the dress code, eh, but I won't take him. Uh, you know, you'd I'd rather, rather deal with rather, a Drew Lock. You'd rather deal you know with another year of Drew Lock. Yeah. Yeah, might as well just kind of just sit sit through that, kind of wait that bus. And and, and and I'm a homer here. I'll be fully complicit in this. I'm a Drew Lock guy, so I think Drew Lock's mm-hmm. only problem was y'all running game. Like, yeah. I don't think his running game gave him enough, and then Jerry Judy dropped the ball a lot on him this year. So I understand them moving to somebody else, but I, I like Lock. I'm sorry. I mean, it's also partially because I like gunslingers and guys that throw interceptions. Because, but it's good. We good. Now, Junie, up in Pittsburgh, y'all do got the great Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> coming in behind Big Ben. But would you take a flyer on Cam Newton to be the heir apparent in Pittsburgh? Mm-mm. No, I don't think I do. I like Cam Newton. I I like Cam, but no, he he good with it. <laughs> no, so 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 what it is is he don't like like Cam. He kind of <laughs> like Cam. <laughs> but you know what? And I, I feel that way here but it's not that i i don't think he would fit here it's that i want a quarterback i'm tired of retreads here that's why i I don't want another retread quarterback i i want my guy i want the guy that's drafted and he built the career here and when he hangs him up we already know that guy's a hall of fame the day he says but we've never had that we like that's the part that i've never understood i love i love my fellow skins fans but like the one thing I've never understood is, like, this is Cinderella 
not even Cinderella. This is like Cinderella's play cousin, hoping that she would leave her shoe on the step to find the perfect mate, or like for Princess Fiona to find Shrek. Like the Washington football team has never had a franchise quarterback. Never. I'm, I'm I will be bold enough to say that. Like outside of like Sammy Ball or Sonny Jurgensen, I can't think of a quarterback that has been that good in my lifetime or that spent more than four years here as a quarterback. Well, it, it looked like RG3 was about to be that one, but yeah. that all that all turned. Yeah, that turned real quick. And RG right. was my guy. But when you talk about franchise quarterbacks here, Thaisman. Now, we let a franchise quarterback walk, but the price tag for that franchise quarterback, and I'm talking about Captain Kirk, that fran- that, that that price was a little too high. Granted, All right, so let's, let's ha- walk it back. He, he didn't have any back. weapons, but he still gave you 4,500 yards most of the time. He, uh-huh. he, he just didn't win. It was like when it was time to win, we didn't win. It was because we supposed to had the division two years in a row, and we had okay. one. But that was it. So, so, so remember the running backs that year was Rob Kelly and like Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. So we wasn't the second year of Kirk was going to be terrible no matter what because for some reason they didn't believe in drafting running backs, and that's a whole nother conversation. Um, the defense was terrible. We were slow on defense. Like I, I couldn't take us drafting another Trent Murphy. Or Ryan Anderson, um, or playing Lorenzo Alexander at like linebacker, cornerback, or whatever it was. Like, we had no program. So, for me, this is the first year, in all honesty, that I felt like when I watch tape from college guys, I know what our team wants. And it's not going to make sense to everybody, but like, there's a kid, Nick Bolton, out of Missouri. You get a chance, look him up. He is a Ron Rivera linebacker. The other dude I will look at is Chaz Surratt from North Carolina. These are like guys that I, when I look at them, they just seem like they fit that Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis, and Shaq Thompson mold. And I think the problem with Washington is we've never had an identity over hey. – the last 15 years of of speed here's, here's, here's where the, the caveat comes in it's about speed and aggressiveness we've always had big guys but you can't have big guys and slow guys and expect to cover people what were you saying about running backs so running backs um, Washington at that time I think that was Jay Gruden's time so I made a statement before that I thought Alfred Morris, after his second year, should have held out. But the problem with Alfred Morris was he can't take it to the house. And then I think Washington brought in the kid from Florida, Matt Jones. We had Rob Kelly, and we had something else. So during that Dar- year with Kirk. Darius Geis came in. What, what year Darius Geis came in? So Gar- Geis came in two years ago. So Geis was post-Kirk. But Haskins' time, because I think he was okay. the second pick in that time frame. So, okay, okay. so the problem with that team 
was guys couldn't stay healthy. Couldn't stay healthy. And then we believe right. And we believed in Father Time way too much. Cause personally, I would have never kept Adrian Peterson after the first year. But that's me. Cause I don't believe in keeping running backs over two years over their second contract. No. Like Washington's never had that guy like and, and 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 Kevin, you you a Washington fan, so you already know where I'm going with this. If you think about it, our running backs have never been ticket to the house guys. True. We've always had brawlers. So mm-hmm. we've had our Stephen Davises, we've had our Ernest Bonners, we've had our um Gerald Riggs, Jamie Morris. Machine though. <laughs> you know, we've had all those guys. But we never had a guy like like you give him the ball at the twenty on on your side of the field and he taking the eighty. We just never really had those guys. Even even B Mitch, that's the problem with B Mitch. B Mitch just never could could sustain being a running back for a long period of time. And I think his issue was they overvalued him as a returner, so they would never take away his return game and give him the opportunity to be a regular running back. What, what what Joe Gibbs said about B. Mitch is the reason why he never played him at running back because now B. Mitch was drafted as a running back, but he was a college quarterback. Very right. damn, very damn good college quarterback. But you know, option quarterbacks, of course, they're going to move to running back. But he said he didn't want to use him and get him hurt because he was like, I wanted to use him as a quarterback. I wanted to use him as a running back. I want kick returner, punt returner. He was like, he could do it all, but I didn't want to burn him out. So Gibbs was like, you know, let me pull back on using him like that and every other coach. But once he became a, a beast that returns, you know, that was that was history right there. That's it. But now when you talk about running backs, and we have we ever had now, nah, we don't have take it to the house guys. Now Alpha yeah. Moore was a, a grinder. I could I know I could get at least a buck ten, buck twenty from Alpha Moore's. Because he could wear down a defense, but Jay Gruden wasn't an Alfred, Al, Al, Alfred Morris guy because well he can't catch out the backfield. But the guys you nope. brought in were not as good as Alf. And the Glowworm could do his damn thing. Leave him alone, let him play. But you wanted guys that wasn't that it. Out the backfield. But the guys you brought in were were worse. Now I'm not so, saying so, that you know when we had uh what was his name Evan Royster Ryan Halu. When we had all those guys, garbage, I'm not garbage. But where they at now? They didn't play anywhere after they left here. But when you right. got Alf, Alf is still in the lead. Yeah, but Alf is not doing anything. All right, so here's the. I'm gonna tell you the play because I know the play, and I remember the play. There was one play where Scott McLaurin, and this is why I think we ended up with Matt Jones. Um, we played Houston. I don't remember the exact year. But Alfred Morris takes a ball on, like, the 10-yard line, breaks out in the broad daylight. There is nobody around. There's not a crossing guard. There's not, like, parking lot security. Nobody around him. And, like, he gets run down at, like, the 40 on the other side of the field by just the cornerback just hustling. There's no way that cornerback should have caught him. That was supposed to be six. Any other running back outside of Alfred Morris and maybe a couple other guys would have taken that to the house. But that play 
I think it was the first year McLuhan was here because I don't think McLuhan got the draft his first year. And the following year, we draft Matt Jones. And, of course, Matt Jones has the 74-yard touchdown screen against New Orleans, if I remember correctly. And that's when they fell in love with Matt Jones because Matt Jones could take it to the house. The problem was Alf was a solid running back. Never will take that away from him. But he's never gained a 1,000 yards since he left Washington. Well, he hasn't had the chance to. He wasn't the guy in Dallas. Because he's, he's not, not good enough. You, but, okay, you bring him in Dallas, He he's he's there with Zeke. Of course he's not better than Zeke. And then now he's in New York. He's just a placeholder for Saquon. He's probably not even going to be there after that. He's going to be moving on again. Because he's not good enough. Oh, man. He's not a difference maker. That's the that's the whole point of him moving around. You don't you don't just you become a journeyman because you're not good enough. Not because you don't have the opportunities. Well, you know what? This I'm right sorry, here, man. No, we're gonna put a pin in this because we gotta come back Thursday. But I'm gonna say something about running backs. And BJ feels BJ Hello. Oh shoot! I, I I muted myself. Damn it! BJ says he can't. He he will never draft a running back in the first three rounds. He said fourth round and on, he'll look for his running backs because they come a dime a dozen. That's the way BJ feels, and a lot of great running backs. Can BJ? I mean, I get it. Shelf life for a running back, what five years at the most? Now you got a freak like Adrian Peterson that can, and Frank Gore who can continue to play. I mean, granted, it's not at the high level. And as far as Adrian Peterson goes, I wanted him back this year because I wanted him to tutor those young guys. But I he wasn't a pony back. He wasn't a pony back, so they was like, "Yeah, he got to go." So, yeah, but- we got Thursday. Whatever you want to do, homie. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we got Washington football coming up Thursday. Um, before we get out of here. Prayers for uh, Mike Tomlin, who's suffering from mild symptoms of COVID-19. Get well soon, coach. Uh, but don't forget had- Tiger. Yeah, prayers oh, for yeah, Tiger. Yeah. yeah, I talked about Tiger before you guys jumped on early. And, I mean, it's just everything been coming across. And nothing, no new news yet. But, you know, it's one of those situations where my grandmother would say no news is good news. So. Right. Hey, 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 Kev. Hey, fellas. Yeah. Hey, fellas. Before we go. I wanted to ask y'all, what do y'all think about Michael Pittman Jr.? Please give me some input on that. Oh, the, the whole numbers controversy? Do you know about that, KF? Yes, Delonte. No, you know no, no. Fill me in. Okay. So, all right. So go ahead. Fill me in, and then I got mine. Okay. 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 Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. is number 11 for the Indianapolis Colts. He said, I'm number 11. That's my number. So he's not going to give his number to Carson Wentz. But that's the headline. Go ahead, Ben. Oh, it's simple, man. I'm a baller. You're a baller. You're not better. I mean, you're not good enough to take my number. Like, like the dude, I forgot who wore number 12 last year for Tampa Bay. God. But when Tom Brady came in, he was like, yo, that's Tom Brady. So you get that respect. But the dude that's ranked. 32 or 31 in QBR, Carson Wentz can't come take my number. <laughs> Dog, I'm hey, hey, Ben, hey, Ben, but what I was thinking about all day, we talking about the guy that's going to get you the ball. So you're going to end up being a blocking wide receiver all year. 
You do you think this guy gonna throw you the ball if you don't want to hand that number up? What do you think about that? All right, so here's the thing: T.Y. Hilton gone, right? Because they're not bringing T.Y. Hilton back. They're not if they not if they smart. I'm the number one wide receiver. I don't care what he wants to do. If he wants to be successful, he got to throw the ball to me. Oh, what you think about that, Kev? Come on. I mean, it's it's like Deion. I mean, it's simple, man. Like you can't. He can't be successful without me. So he got to. He got to bite that bullet. Here's my thing. As far as number twelve down in Tampa Bay, I said it then. I said number twelve should have been retired years ago because. Doug Williams. That was the best quarterback they had in their history before mm. Tom Brady. He was the yeah, one that led them to the playoffs two years in a row after losing 26 straight games. Come on now. Give, yeah, give respect. He, respect he fell off the, yeah, but he fell off the map after that. So you no, kinda, no, like, no. But he, he walked out because he right, called they didn't give him, money. him any money. He was being paid lower than most of the backups in the league. But that's why he walked away. But when you got a situation like that, especially when a veteran guy comes in, that's like uh, Jeff Fegels. He had number 17. When they signed Plexico Burst, Plexico Burst was like he wanted 17. So Plexico Burst told Jeff Fegels he was going to send his whole entire family to Disney World. They play the season. He, he's wearing number 10. When Eli came in, Eli wanted 10. Eli wound up putting a whole new floor in Jeff Fiegel's house, in uh, in his kitchen, he said he he did he redid his whole kitchen on Eli's dime. He said, "Man, I'm I'm great." He's like, "Man, if I got a number and a guy wants and we can work out a deal, I'm fine." That's the way it goes. That's, That's tradition. A yeah, but that but it's still tradition. It don't matter if you're no, a punter, a punter, but it doesn't matter. It, hey, it, it, I it, agree. I totally agree with that. He if a Carson, punter. If Carson Wentz Fiegel's came, he's a punter. But no, if Carson Wentz came in and I'm wearing number eleven, he said he wanted number eleven. How bad you want it? You want I can't go to Disney World because it's a pandemic. So I don't need a new car. I don't need none of that. But we can work out a deal. I I, I don't know. Let's start a podcast together or something. We we can do something. But that's how you build camaraderie. And these young guys that they, they're, they're forgetting the way that things are being supposed to be done. I mean, everybody says it's the old guard, but this is how you bring teams together. So I'm supposed yes, to give sir. up my number. My number for the guy that has never won a playoff game, never finished the playoff game. But I feel like more people heard of Carson Wentz than they heard of Michael Pittman Jr. Mm, okay. Well, I'm I'm, 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 I'm Michael Pittman. Yeah, I'm Team Pittman. I'm, I'm, I'm Team Pittman. We 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 keep. I'm keeping my eleven. Like, I'm gonna tell you right now. If somebody came to me and asked me because I used to rock ten, and if 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 Eli came and asked for ten, ten Eli maybe, but like no random dude like Garoppolo asking for ten. Dog, we gotta talk about this. <laughs> wait, we gotta have a conversation, bro. Wait, wait. I mean, I get it, but bruh, come on now. Yeah, I agree. Yo, I'm a, I yo, I'm a ball, wide man. receiver in the NFL. I'm a diva. Hey, Ben, you won't get the ball from me. <laughs> well, then that's your problem. Your stats gonna suck. Hey, oh, it's not my problem. Yeah, I, I wouldn't throw. I wouldn't throw him the ball. The ball Just for him to act like that, man. And I, I like Kevin said, some young guys today in time. 
I wouldn't throw him the ball, man. But Kevin, you so can definitely you have to, to Google that. Uh, Somebody else. It's more than you one. Don't, you throwing the you throwing the Jack. See, this Jack, is where I got Jack the Doyle. I got the power. You going Jack Doyle? Anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? That's gotta be D Rodge, yo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you even throwing this thing D on that? You said what? What you think about that, D? I'm with I'm with Pittman. I'm keeping my number. Oh man, so we exactly. Exactly. I'm not you know what? respectful about it, but nah, homie. You know what I'm saying? You the new kid on the block. I'm keeping Well, let's put it this way. I love what God would did. When uh, the that's different. That's the goat. That's Tom. Yes. Well, that is true. That's, that's true. Tom Brady. Time out. That's true. Like, that's true. Like, please don't refer to him as the goat. I, I'm still trying to process that. That's just Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm still trying oh, to process oh, oh. that. The man, the man got seven championships. <laughs> Robert Ory got seven. Your point being, <laughs> <laughs> Robert Ory don't play don't play football. <laughs> Shoot, oh, Bill Russell good. got 13 or 11, whatever it is. 11. So it's a difference. Like, like there's nobody above Tom Brady in NFL championships. Tom Brady no, I is gotta 7 with, I got to agree with Bill on that one, man. I mean, Look, I'm he's 7 to 10 in, in, in Super Bowls. I'm, and I'm if just... you look at the Super Bowls he lost, he lost to a dude with a catch holding the ball to his head. Mm-hmm. He lost to Barrio Manningham catching a fade down the sideline with like a minute and forty two seconds to go. That was beautifully thrown, and and then he lost. Of Eli. And then he lost. The only one that he legitimately lost was the one to Philly. Went yeah, to a new team and then took that team to the Super Bowl and won. And won. Oh my goodness! Then, yeah. then he went. Yeah. And, and 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 hold up. Let's not forget they played three road games. Against no one has ever played the. So what do you play? I think they played the four, the two, and the one seed. Mm-hmm. So that's the highest seeds you could face mm-hmm. in that tournament. Yeah, you gotta get that man love. Kevin, I, I ain't never want to say it either, Kevin. But <laughs> I'm str- you gotta I'm give it up. Baby steps, man. Baby steps. Well, take them baby steps. <laughs> now, 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 I'm gonna say I'm gonna preface it this way. There's a difference between the best quarterback or the, the quarterback that's accomplished the most and the best quarterback of our lives. There's a caveat there. Cause because nobody will ever tell me there's a better quarterback than Dan Marino. Ever. What's the, you, you wait? You know what? We're not even gonna get into this because yeah, that's a different show. Because no, I, no, no, I'm telling you right now. That's yo. We can make that show happen Wednesday tomorrow night, seven oh. p.m. Make it happen. I'm good with this. Oh my god! You can't convince me there's a better quarterback. There's a better quarterback than Marino. Oh, I'm, I'm I got the it. info. I, I I got it too, and I'm I'm just I'm gonna leave it at that because who? You know what? Let's go ahead and get out of here. <laughs> King Kong ain't got nothing on oh. me. Oh my Shoe god. program. Oh. We're gonna talk about this later, but we're gonna put it a pen in it tonight. Gentlemen, everybody have a good night. I would say we don't do no overtime, but damn it, we did overtime and it was good overtime. I ain't never been happy about overtime before, but I was happy about overtime tonight. <laughs> so to everyone listening, thank you. Uh Wiz kids. Do your thing tonight. Uh, we we'll, we'll talk about them on Thursday. 
But we definitely got to talk Washington football team. A lot of things coming out. Bezos may be the new owner. Uh, some other things have come out, but I'm I'm not going to dig into it too deep until I dig into it to get all my information right. But until yeah, then, check that check that Alex Smith ar- ar- um, article out. I I got it. I was I, that's another okay. thing because I please if you're available Thursday, please I need you to come back for that because we need to talk right, about just... that all the way. Shoot me a reminder, and I'll make sure I bring my AirPods in the house that night. And we, we got it. All right. All right, bro. So until then, everybody have a wonderful night. Enjoy. If you listen to this in the morning, enjoy your commute to work. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Peace.